0: they can't handle the truth.
1: War Room, Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, welcome. Uh, we're here. It's Monday, 17 April. Thank you, guys. It's Monday, 17 April, in the year of alert 2021. Uh, we've got a lot to get through. I had some clips I are going to play, but uh, let me get right into it. I got Naomi Wolf. Naomi, uh, Dr. Wolf, well, first of all, I want to talk about, the book. I want to get into your newest reports. So I want to talk about the book and particularly the book party that we've got coming up and how people uh, can attend, where they got to, where they have to go, etc. Because we want as many of the fans of your work in the War Room Posse's work in, in this book to make sure they go. Because you're going to have other announcements there too. We're going to have some other announcements. Um, yeah. So walk me through that. Give me the details of that, and then I want to get into some of the newest research. Which, quite frankly, ma'am, yes. you know. Naomi, you're great because you send me this research and then I can't like sleep at night because it's like it's it's like mess my head up because it each one. But, so but it also gets me angry in the it gets me angry in the fact that they're not held accountable yet. And I think that's one of the things that drives you and why I'm so excited about the book. part. go go through the book launch first or the book uh, celebration, I guess it is. Uh, and when's that going to be the timing? And then we'll get into research
1: research.
2: So the party itself is at a private home and I'm not at liberty to much, as fun as it would be to open it up to everyone but we'll be celebrating at landini brothers afterwards and um, if war room posse want to come by and say hi and meet the volunteers um get a book uh that that's a wonderful informal way to do it and that'll be nine o'clock landini brothers is in alexandria um old town right on the main street of old town there and um we'd love 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 to meet you all there and The book has gone back for a fourth printing. So uh, you can, we'll have 200 there to give or sell to um, lucky uh, people who show up and want to Celebrate and, and 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 meet these amazing heroes who are going to be there. Some of them are going to be representing the the, um, the volunteers. Uh, Dr. Chris Flowers, notably. Amy Kelly, the legendary Amy Kelly, is going to be there. She's going to say a few words, which is really something, because she's, she's an incredibly modest uh, person for such an extraordinary heroine of our time. And, um, yeah, these legends are going to be there, and it's definitely time to celebrate. Fourth printing um the the truth getting out in a way that really can't be spun, smeared, silenced anymore. At least that's what I'm seeing um, you know, since publication.
0: Uh by the way, so nine, 9 PM at Ladini Brothers, the people that, Captain Bannon will be there. Anybody who wants to come by, that'd be great in uh in Alexandria. Um the book, I, I'm just so proud of what you've been able to accomplish with this book. When I mean, you talk about four printings when it's just a couple of months out of the gate. Walk me through the also the latest, some of your latest research because it's incredibly disturbing.
2: Yeah, each time I think, well, I've said this so many times before, each time I think it can't get worse, it can. So um, there are two uh, recent reports. One of them is by Dr. Robert Chandler, who your audience will recognize uh, the distinguished um, sports medicine physician who has treated the Angels and the Lakers and many um, famous sports teams. And he uh, has report 67. And by the way, he's the he's the person who identified that lipid nanoparticles were accumulating in the ovaries um, and also identified the fact that women keep being overrepresented by a factor of four to one all the way to eight to one in the adverse events. Uh, so I, I kind of feel like my gender owes him a big debt. But uh, report 67, says rhabdomyolysis aka quote-unquote jellied muscle after mrna gene therapy and so it explains that rhabdomyolysis is a process involving the catastrophic breakdown of skeletal or striated muscle and you know from middle school Biology class that striated muscle is um, the the muscle that is voluntary as opposed to involuntary. With release of muscle components that have a toxic physiological effect on the whole person and can be difficult to manage medically, a bad case, a florid case, that's medical for a bad case, often has a fatal outcome. So it's bad. And here you also see the involvement once again of... The kidney, which we're seeing over and over and over, um, and the involvement of hypotension subsequent to the mRNA um, injection. And you see a whole kind of chart showing uh, how this happens. Um, So this graphic is by someone named Dr. Singh, and it, it illustrates how rhabdomyolysis works. But basically, it's characterized by myalgias. And I just want to remind everyone, you know, it's so horrible at this point in the the investigations, when when things check back with other things that you already know and deepen and confirm them, um, you all remember that, I, I say this over and over, the number one side effect, it's so surprising in the Pfizer documents is joint pain. And literally up and down my neighborhood, I don't wanna identify the street predictably, it's so tragic, my neighbors are having shoulder replacements, knee replacements hip replacements, arthritis, um, a relative uh, broke a a part of her spine. I mean, people's People's joints are are failing, but the second most common side effect is myalgia, and this is a word that you know we need to understand better. It means muscle pain, uh, and also the second of the triad, three things, is muscle weakness, and also ugh, red to brown urine due to myoglobinuria. Um, so basically, what's happening is that. Um, that this classic triad of complaints is representative, and it's it's observed in one to ten uh, percent of cases. It develops over hours to days, um, and this is just breaking my heart because one of my best friends suffers from this, and didn't you know? Didn't have the answer, didn't have the explanation. In hospitalized patients with rhabdomyolysis, muscle pain affects 23 to 80 percent of patients. And it's in the thighs and the shoulders, lower back calves, stiffness, cramping, and then there's muscle weakness. And actually someone on social media today pointed out that uh, they can recognize um, people who have been vaccinated with the mRNA vaccines often because of their kind of weak limbs. And I've noticed that, too, that when you I mean, this is terrible to say, but it's true often when you hug someone who's vaccinated, you can feel how how frail their arms are, how how frail their musculature is, even if they're healthy young people who were like robust um, before the injection. So muscle weakness may be present depending on the severity of muscle injury for 12 to 70% of patients with this uh, disease. There's swelling, um, myoedema, uh, meaning the swelling you know in in your body peripheral edema which is pitting you and occurs with rehydration um and i mentioned the horrible urine uh and there's also respiratory protein released so basically these are are symptoms of um the spike protein produced gene therapy um and that's the causative agent according to the uh, peer review paper that dr chandler cites below And um, they go on, and I won't go into detail because it's a very detailed uh, paper, but they go on to um, examine the evidence supporting this assertion, um, and also looking at case reports with the VAERS reporting system, a whole other database, which also shows Horribly, horribly elevated levels of this muscle inflammation, muscle weakness, um, and and so they call it vaccine-related painful myopathy. There's a maybe, maybe your wonderful producer can show the images. A 56 year old woman is suffering from this, and um, and you can see magnetic reson- resonance imaging of the left shoulder showing the swelling, the edema, um, and so basically it's involving multiple. Organs—it's—it's it's not just joints; it's not just muscles. It affects the blood. It affects the kidneys. Um, it's that same uh, kind of necrosis that we are seeing in placentas. Um, and so the conclusion is that this is um, this is a, a result of the injection, and it's very sad conclusions. Um, He concludes that once rhabdomyolysis initiates, there's little to do to slow or stop the process. Um, Medical care consists of managing the fluid. Dialysis is necessary in some cases. So he says that um, an incidence of 3,270 cases in two full years of mass COVID-19 gene therapy inoculations, and 261 fatalities, or 8% of all the cases that have been reported. And he asks, how many deaths is too many? What is the morbidity, meaning the illness that will result in death of the survivors? These are vital questions that need answering. So there you have it. And I know that many, many people listening to this, (laughs) probably thinking, Oh, that's my dad. That's my grandpa. That's my grandma. They're, they're suffering. They're achy. They're swell, you know, full of swelling. They're, they're weak. Um, and they don't know why.
0: How do we, we've got about a minute and a half. How how do we, how do you take that with all the people we know that, that, that are complaining about this? What's the next step? You've done the core report. Where does this go from here?
2: Um, Well, you know, as always, our first recourse is uh, legal. And so we are still at 14 states that have received attorney general's letters to the attorney general from our team of lawyers. And our dedicated team suing Pfizer uh, still has reached the point where they have a judge and they're awaiting um, presenting this material in front of a judge. But, you know, what I would say now is, I need, we need to bring this to Congress, and we need to bring this to state houses. So every day, we're bringing it to, you know, the European, members of the European Parliament, or we're bringing it to doctors. There are all these dissident doctors groups all over the world, and we bring it to, you know, medical people in Australia, but we need to bring it to legislators in our own country. And there's a very good bill that you can see on Bill Chem where it takes away impunity from these um, from these drug manufacturers, uh, and in Switzerland, I didn't get a chance to tell you this when I last spoke to you. Switzerland has has ended this inoculation, so we need to, you know, do that in our own country through legislation and through presenting this material to supportive members of Congress. Have, who are- I, I know,
0: you, I know, I know, I know you're going to be talking to committees and the congressmen. Has Pfizer come out at any time on any of the reports? in – given any kind of counter narrative not just for the overall thing but any specifics that you've been able to point out or that are including these letters have they have they had the decency to come out and, and actually address any of these
2: no of course not um, and they they won't they do I don't know if they send out uh, influencers to troll us um, and and present I mean it's ridiculous I could name them but there there are a number of influencers who are trying to present um, non-peer review, they present Google documents and represent themselves as biostatisticians and say, well, look over here, but no one can uh, debunk this because it's uh, completely sourced and cited and it's correct. So what, what we really don't have is a lawyer's letter from Pfizer. No one has asked us to cease and desist. And it's been, you know, since January that that the book has been out. So um, to me, that's really notable. And I I think that they're, look, here's what I think. It's really horrible. But I think they've made all the money they can make before, you know, They're hauled up in front of some kind of um, forum eventually, God willing. Uh, And so they've shifted to distractions, uh, cultural distractions, and they've shifted to putting mRNA in the food supply, which I believe you've covered. Um, And we... uh, Vigilant Fox broke that story on Daily Cloud. They're trying to inoculate uh, mammals, farm animals. They're trying to get mRNA into the food that we eat. Um, Well, you had uh, Tom Renz on your show and he uh, is warning in Missouri that he's heard from uh, from agricultural interests that they're being pressured to put these injections and these materials into their animals so he has a really simple bill it's a good bill it's a modest bill just forcing that to be disclosed if you go shopping that it'll say mrna in your pork or mrna in your chicken but in the meantime um you know they're they're just trying other ways to to get this material into us
0: Naomi, uh, how do you get to Daily Clout? How do you get there to be part of the team or to lend support and uh, how they get to the book?
2: Well, really exciting. The Moderna documents are being released. So there are 23,000 of the Moderna documents. So the uh, – the, the team is is awaiting that eagerly and you can support us, please do, we, we live and die on your memberships and donations on dailyclout.io and you can pre-order the book there, you can come to Landini Brothers um, at nine o'clock, uh, informal gathering, um, love to see you, love to greet you and say hi. And um, you can uh, read all of these if you, you know, don't have the money for a book. Um, these are tough times. You can read all of the reports on dailycloud.io. Uh, and, and please just, you know, keep sending those thoughts and prayers. I mean, our team, these volunteers are such saintly people and they just are unstoppable and they are going to save this, this human race if it can be done. But they do need your thoughts and prayers. That really matters a lot.
0: The, the the Moderna documents are planned on being dropped sometime in the summer. Is that the July. current thinking?
2: July. Yes. And um, I do want to update you next time, please, on a brave midwife in Northern California who is blowing the whistle on the very damaged, uh, compromised placentas she's seeing um, post-vaccination. So we have a lot of work to do, we'll do... to save those babies of the United States. Uh,
0: Naomi, we'll... Dr. Naomi Wolf, I want everybody to go to a daily class, check it out right now. Thank you. Honored to have you on here, ma'am. Thanks.
2: Thank you so much.
0: There's a lot of talk. we got a border security bill that's coming up. It's going to be another massive fight. That's going to be dropped here, I think, in the next week. They're, they're promising a vote on it in uh, in uh, in May. This is going to be a very tough border security bill. Uh, it's got a lot of the Andy Biggs's and the Gates and the MTGs uh, stuff in there. But I want to go, there's a lot of talk about, and President Trump has talked about this, about actually calling the Mexican drug cartels terrorist organizations. One of the things we advocated very early on in the first term, President Trump would commit to doing in the second term. I asked uh, Colonel uh, John Mills, Colonel Mills, you've got a presentation. I want you to walk us through the drug cartels, uh, your assessment, and some of, the, some of the linkages that go with some of our mortal enemies, sir.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Steve. It's hard to go through this. This is, we got to start changing the mindset. This is not a law enforcement action. This is a military action. And declaring them a terrorist organization is an important legal step toward taking them on directly. But just real you know, quickly here 100% of the formulary components of fentanyl come from China, go to Mexico. They are now being made in Mexico with the enablement of Chinese paramilitaries, an important legal term. OK, a DE map. This is actually a little bit out of date. But again, it's coming from Mexico or excuse me, coming from China to Mexico and coming across our unsecure southern border. This is unrestricted warfare, unrestricted warfare, whether it's the, the virus, the vaccine or fentanyl. This is unrestricted warfare to defeat us. Now, on Friday, hang uh, uh, h- decide-
0: hang on, hang on hang on. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on one second right before we get there. When you say when the fentanyl gets there, they're now Chinese paramilitaries. We know there's a lot of Chinese coming through the Chinese nationals coming through the Darien Gap. We know there's a lot of Chinese nationals coming through our southern border. When you say there's Chinese paramilitaries in Mexico working with them for the final formulation of the fentanyl, what do you mean by that?
3: Yeah, I, these are actually their intelligence community personnel, uh, uh, special operations personnel. And we have to treat them. Paramilitary is a legal term that would treat them as combatants on the battlefield. So we got to get out of this law enforcement mindset. And on Friday, uh, Garland uh, has, has reacted to the pressure, to decided to get into the game. It was helpful, but we got to go a lot further than this. But le- ladies and gentlemen, We're losing 70,000 a year. That's more than the entire uh, 14 years of the Vietnam War or the 20 years of the war on terror combined in one year. 70,000 dead. This is not these are not drugs. These are poisons. So on Friday, uh, DOJ announced a whole bunch of indictments. Uh, and also identified Chinese companies. So this is very important here. And they they named four Chinese nationals specifically. Specifically, uh, I could only find two of the names and uh, pictures. Kenny Jing on Chan also carrying firearms during heroin trafficking and Chuan Yep, but also two companies. Ladies and gentlemen, this is unrestricted warfare waged against the American people. We are all suffering right where we live. And they say, they say, well, we've indicted them, but it's going to be hard to get to them. Why? Because they're, they're operating the business. I would say at this point in time, they're not just enabling, they are de facto directing the different cartels. So we have Chinese paramilitaries, a legal term of art that is necessary for us to take this uh, out of the law enforcement uh, domain of instruments of national power into the military. 70,000 dead Seventy dead that is insanity a heat map a little bit out of date but this is the latest that's out there on where the deaths are occurring zombieville uh what is it in uh in uh, philadelphia san francisco this is being caused by the chinese ccp and fentanyl okay this is a really important map the next one uh, the next one here because this shows the ports of entry and we're going to go into detail here as we pivot from treating this as a law enforcement phenomenon to a military, Americans are dying. Mazatlan, Manzanillo, Lazaro, Cardenas, Acapulco, the ports of entry, and these are the likely areas where the five uh, blue bubbles is the, where they are assembling the, the components now into pills in Northern Mexico. Hermosillo, Ciudad Obregón, Suliakon, Torreon, Monterey, Monterey. This is important as we understand okay. this and we start Hold, conducting.
0: But, but hang on. But, but hang on a second. Just go back to the blue bubbles. I want to connect that to what DOJ did with, the, I think, the arrest of 34 people and what you said earlier on, that they have Chinese operatives, paramilitary and other operatives, working with the cartels in those areas to actually do the final formulation and to put it into pill form.
3: And then distribute into the united states absolutely across our unsecure southern border this is a national security imperative we are not being compassionate by allowing the absolute onslaught from across the border. there's nothing compassionate about that just the, the rapes and murders that are occurring and in addition it's all about the fentanyl business right now which is unrestricted warfare from china and china paramilitaries essentially, at this point in time, uh, directing gang activity. Now, this is the three major gangs here, the Sinaloa, kind of in the northwest, uh, Tumalpais, kind of over here on the Gulf Coast, and uh, Tierra Caliente down around here. Now, this is a fluid map. Uh, This is from, uh, uh, from drug enforcement information. It's a little bit fluid, but ladies and gentlemen, this is what Rumsfeld would call ungoverned space. There is no government in Mexico. There are some trusted parts of the military, especially the Mexican Navy and Marines, that have shown to be somewhat untouchable. But ladies and gentlemen, this is out of control ungoverned space right next to us, and I have relatives right when- along the border in Arizona.
0: When you talk about military operations though, these are these are different. Compare that and contrast it to what we did with FARC and what we've done down in Colombia because those were remote areas too, but here, if you're going to actually target those, the, the, most of this is not on the northern border. The shipments coming through are, but if you want to get to the heart of where these operations are, you would actually have to go deep into Mexico, would you not, sir?
3: Absolutely, and this is where we have to start conducting operational preparation of the environment and intelligence preparation of the environment to identify exactly who is doing what where this is where we have to start doing this and we're going to get into this here this is one of the potential production areas see that obregon as i was studying immediately what stood out to me was the airport down here if you look closely at the airport you can't see it here but if you look closely and i did um there's nothing but business jets at this airport well who in the world has business jets in in mexico also you got a high speed uh, avenue approach here with the freeway system so this is this is one of your your production areas. Let's go to the next one. This is the first port, Mazatlan. Mazatlan is interesting. The next two are far more interesting. Now this is a, there's a big pier over here to the side. I'm not showing, which is primary cruise ship tra- traffic. This is what's called a brake bulk ship. This is the old days where manually by hand you load it, unload it. Okay, interesting, possible. That's not efficient. It's not secure because the stuff gets stolen among the thieves and the uh, the terrorist gangs down there. Okay, now this is far more interesting. This is the this is Manzanillo. This is the number one t- container terminal in uh, in Mexico, Manzanillo, and they're expanding this. And this could this this has about a fifty foot draft, so it could take about the large not the largest yet. They're going to have to go to about sixty foot draft. But this is very interesting because of and I was moving and you wanted safety, safe and efficient container traffic, that's where it's at. And so very large, this would be the number, this would be the seventh largest in America. This is Mexico's number one port. Uh, it would be the seventh largest in America on the American scale. So this is Manzanillo, and just right a little further down the coast. Okay, the next one, Lazaro Cardenas. Again, another big container port. So this is as we start to develop operationally and the intelligence preparation of the battle space for action, these are the ones that immediately start getting attention. Now, the DEA also listed Acapulco, outside of ABC wide world of sports and high diving. I'm not looking at this as an efficient entry point. Maybe smaller components, but I think the previous two, those are the ones. So let's start talking about this. As we start pivoting, so what does it take to pivot from law enforcement action to military action? These are the basic components. These are the steps. And I've done this in a lot number of operations. But first and foremost, we do need some legislation and law directing this. And again, it looks like you're growing bipartisan support for declaring this whole, op- all these, the Sinaloa Cartel. And it has to be because of these Chinese embeds. They, they, they are part of the terrorist organization. This starts taking out of the law enforcement world into the military world. We have to designate a lead department. This is what you have to designate a lead official. This is how you do it. And we're not going to give this to the IC. We can't trust them you know, for direct action. This is going to be a Title 10 thing. So, my suggestion, Department of Defense, and you have to establish a joint interagency uh, uh, task
0: force. Colonel, can you hang on just for one second? I know you got a bounce, but I want to just hang you, hold you over for a minute uh until I could say John Mills. Uh, okay, about the shift from law enforcement to actually looking at a uh, you know, the possibility of uh kinetic events against the Mexican drug and human trafficking cartel. Short commercial break. The Hoffs are gonna join us. Big breaking news at a gateway pundit. Also Joe Allen's gonna tee up the Elon Musk, uh Tucker Carlson, artificial intelligence tonight. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works, and that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. At Public Square today, go to PublicSQ.com. That's PublicSQ.com. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on Earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, in our military and first responder heroes. Their one hundred percent US based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com/slash bannon. That's patriotmobile.com slash bannon. Or call them right now at eight seven eight Patriot. That's eight seven eight Patriot. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember. Stop giving monies to companies that hate you support the Patriot mobiles of the world. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call eight, seven, eight Patriot COVIDTaxrelief.org got a small retail business, almost $80,000 COVIDTaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business, nearly 250 grand and COVID TaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org.
1: War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, welcome back. Uh, we got Colonel Mills. We got more in this briefing to do, so I'm going to work with Colonel Mills and either do it tomorrow morning or, the, or, or Wednesday morning, but I do want to finish this one slide. Look, a lot of people are going to say, this is another crazy idea. This is eventually going to happen because we're not going to continue to tolerate, and you can't stop it at the border. You can't. You got to go in where it's coming into the, their country and being put together, and you got to interdict this. So walk me through, go back up. I just want to go through the slide, but you say a law or something like that's gonna be passed. This is, that, that could take too long. What do we need to do to actually operationalize this so that uh, you declare them a terrorist organization and then um, DOD can get on with it?
3: Yeah, I, the president has the authority to uh, go through and declare them a, a terrorist organization. And uh, just that we start the DOD planning. Now, it's State Department's job is to work with Mexico and let them know what's gonna happen. Uh, Whether they like it or not, Uh, because it's ungoverned space. Unfortunately, uh, we need a functional State Department. Even if this was a DoD-led operation, you still need a functional State Department. Uh, State Department. We've never had worse relationships with Mexico, and they won't even take State Department's calls right now. Uh, One one key thing I want to I want to highlight here is uh, the advance force. Uh, This is very important. The leak showed us. Because we need to retrograde our, some of our existing advance forces. The leak showed us we got 50 boots on the ground in the Ukraine and 900 in Syria. That's 950. That's a lot. Uh, we need to retrograde them, uh, rest them, reset them. Uh, these are advance forces. This is a very specific. It's it's these are. Units that are not acknowledged to be DOD units. The term "advanced force" is unclassified. These actual units and who they are are classified. But these are the tip of the spear into developing the situation. This is who you push out. We got to develop the situation because they're key in developing. We got uh, the, the the target list and refining it. They're going to be the eyes on the ground. Okay, and they're special. They're experts at this. They're incredible. And uh, so we're going to have to develop the maritime air and ground elements, a quick reaction force in case they need help uh, and just develop, start developing. It's called the Joint Operations Planning and Execution System. president tells SECDEF uh, and, uh, and uh, chairman, start the planning process, start the planning process. And, and part of the forcing function of legislation is, president, you better get on this or we're going to direct you to get on this.
0: Who do you see – you say it's a joint – you guys put up a joint task force with a joint operational uh, structure. Who do you see heading this up? What would be your recommendation of who would pull this together?
3: And, and the key term is a, it's a joint interagency, but I, I feel it should be – the best is Title X, meaning uh, Department of Defense – And then very likely it would be Special Operations Command within Department of Defense. uh, And they would be the lead within Department of Defense. DOD is the lead agency. You designate a lead agency, everybody else falls in and supports that lead agency. Within DOD, most likely SOCOM would be the lead agency. Everybody falls in and support. So that's where we need to, they're getting distracted in Syria. They're getting distracted in Ukraine. They need to secure America at the border. They need to be focused in the Pacific too. And so we need to get them where they need to be. Right now, they're out of place and out of position.
0: Colonel Mills, uh, I know a lot of people want to find out about your social media, maybe contact you, direct message. Where do they go? We're going to have you back on. We've got more charts, more uh, maps, more all of it. We're going to get to that maybe in the next couple of days. But where do people go for this introductory uh, briefing? Where do they go?
3: Yeah, thank you. I'm going to post this on Substack. So I'm Colonel Rhett John on Substack, Colonel Rhett John on Substack, also Colonel Rhett John on Getter and Truth, Colonel Rhett John on Getter and Truth, and, uh, and the book about the deep state is on thenationwillfollow.com, thenationwillfollow.com.
0: An incredible book about your journey. Colonel, uh, Colonel Mills, thank you very much for doing this. Thank you for the initial briefing. I look forward to having you on here to finish it.
3: Thank you, Steve. Always an honor to be with you.
0: We're not messing around in the war room. And this is look. The cartels are with the Chinese are at war with us. The Chinese Communist Party is at war with us. Unrestricted warfare. They've got these. they got these massive uh, paramilitary operations down in Mexico. They're at war with us and they're destroying us, and we're just not going to tolerate it anymore. You just can't. They're not going to let seventy thousand American citizens die every year from this, and it's getting worse. And people have talked about for years. It's now time to look at direct action. Okay, we'll put up the direct action plan. That's the bid. Give me a bid away. Show me what else you got. This is why I remember we take the hard line on the on the that's how we take the hard line on everything, and then see what they got. And you know what they got? They got nothing. And then they start to come to your to your because they they can't back it up with any logical arguments. The Hoffs, we got a big victory. I've been trying to track down Jim and Joe on this Jim Hoff. Jim Hoff joins us. I think he's in Asia. Jim, thank you for either getting up. Uh, I think you're getting get up at dawn to join us here. Tell us about the big uh, gateway pundit win, sir.
4: Hey, Steve, thanks for having us on. Yes, I'm on assignment in Asia currently, but uh, we did get up early so that we could join you. Um, this is a wonderful news, Steve. Um, and as you know, we're in a, a very uh, critical period in our history at the country, and so uh, I'm very pleased to announce that the Gateway Pundit won a, a a amazing lawsuit in the state of Arizona. It was settled this week, and uh, the Maricopa County officials have agreed to pay the Gateway Pundit $175,000 in the this First Amendment uh, rights lawsuit. Uh, they prevented one of our reporters, the great Jordan Conradson, who you've interviewed, an amazing talent who's in Arizona, uh, they refused to allow him in the press room during election time. We filed charges. Uh, the first court we went through with this judge, Tucci, um, denied us this uh, uh, privilege, this actual right we have in this country to report um, and, and to have freedom of speech. Uh, so we we took it further to the um, circuit court and. Uh, uh they they uh favored our our uh our, our side and uh Maricopa County came back we went back and forth a few times and then we settled this past week so it's great news for all Americans and especially independent media wow. Steve like Real America's Voice and get, and Gateway Pundit and well, others
0: well it's 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 also for the citizens I remember we covered this live and they cut him out so this is this is huge news by the way, that's conradson's is that his monthly salary, or is that covering him for like a quarter or two months? He's a big <laughs> ticket guy, right?
4: yeah, he certainly is um I wish we could pay him that much because he's certainly worth it uh but uh, uh unfortunately uh that that was not his uh his salary that we uh we uh, settled on
0: Before I let you go I know your assignment we'll get to that uh at another time but but I would like to, we had a win here because you were in the right, you had tough lawyers and you dug in. I'd like to see some wins on the Kerry Lake situation and actually turn this thing around. Give me your, before I let you go, give me your assessment of that.
4: Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we're, we've been speaking with Kerry's uh, lawyers. Uh, I think they're doing everything they can. Again, Steve, I think if, uh, if Democrats are allowed to, uh and, and uh, any state, if they're allowed to have 61% of the machines broke down on election day, that isn't a fair election. You know that. I know that. That's ridiculous. Um, it should have been uh, overturned a long time ago. I think they have a great case. I hope this uh, goes forward. Steve, another thing is we have two other cases I wanted to mention briefly. We're in a lawsuit with Robert Kennedy Jr., against the Trusted News Initiative. These are uh, mainstream media outlets that came together to, again, discriminate against the smaller independent media outlets. That case is ongoing. We're playing offense there. We're also the lead plaintiff in the Missouri and Louisiana lawsuit against the Biden administration. And that, of course, has other uh, plaintiffs, uh, uh, Dr. Bhattacharya, some other uh, esteemed doctors who are on that lawsuit. That's also moving forward. So we are we are having some wins, Steve, and we are pushing forward.
0: We're not, you, have, how we not. You're do having it. huge. By the way, you're having huge. You're you're having huge wins. The Missouri and Louisiana guys all the deposition. What are you talking about? You're yeah. always on offense, Hoff. That's one thing. The one thing I can tell you: is the, the, the Gateway Pundit's always on offense. Jim, what's the social media? How do people get to the site?
4: Thanks so much, Steve. It's thegatewaypundit.com. We're on uh, Getter. We're on. Uh, uh, Truth Social, we're on Facebook, Twitter, all all of the uh, uh, social media outlets. So uh, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you coming in from Asia. All right. Early in the AM. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Uh, I got a call over for Joe Allen. We're going to tee up the uh, Elon and the Tucker interview tonight. We're going to be covering it on get on uh, Getter. Make sure you're on Getter. Stay on my account and the War Room account to get it. Maybe we'll throw with Joe Allen's account in there. Uh, Joe, uh, let's play the call up and then we'll get Joe in. Maybe Slamet can give us a brief overview about what we know regarding X.ai AI and what we've talked about so far.
5: Here is my summary. Elon said that AI is like a, like a nuke, and then he said, therefore, I want my own nuke. There's the basis of mutual assured destruction. You know, mad theory. And, and I've, I've put forth the idea that, that I think Sam Altman is the Robert Oppenheimer of this era because he has largely been the person who has been orchestrating the emergence of, you know, GPT-CHAT, GPT-4. And, and I think we have to look at it potentially as a very, very powerful weapon. Everybody wants to be a nuclear power if you're a player. And I think there's an exact correlate here that if you're a player in technology, you've got to be uh, on this bandwagon. This week, this, the CEO of Epic, Tim Sweeney, he referenced the nature of artificial intelligence doubling at a faster rate than Moore's law. And I think that there's a duplicity of sort of AI coming into this curve and fundamentally changing the curve. This is the hot hotspot for, for technological innovation.
6: You know, there's another angle to this if you're trying to psychoanalyze what Elon's doing, because I've been reading his tweets for a while, and the history of this seems to go back to his history with open AI. Right? So he and Sam Altman were co-founders. He used to essentially be the CEO of OpenAI, but he's been tweeting like OpenAI is not open anymore. My intention was to make it open. I thought this was gonna be a nonprofit. What happened to OpenAI? So I think this is kind of his effort to be like, this is what OpenAI should have been the whole time. I shouldn't just have a nuke. Everybody should have a nuke. We should all have nukes. And then as Moshe said, I personally don't think that's a good idea. I think that's gonna to lead to uh, you know, quick doom, but I think that's where he's coming from. I'm extremely scared of this, the fact that this technology exists. And one way to see it as basically from the perspective of cybersecurity. It keeps getting smarter, right? So the only variable left is it it needs to get a little bit smarter. And then suddenly it's not just going to be able to write a little bit of code like it can do now. It's going to be able to hack, right? It's going to be able to infect every computer on the entire internet in a time span of months or years from now, right? And suddenly the internet just gets disabled. We suddenly have an unusable internet. That's just one doom scenario that's very, you know, not long-term at all.
0: Okay, uh, Joe Allen joins us. Joe, explain to us uh, who we just heard from and uh, why is this uh, even scarier than the 60 minutes uh, last night?
1: Uh, yes, Steve, that was a Twitter space that was held by Mario Nafal And uh, it, you, it was a six-hour space. That was a very, very, very tiny portion of it. Uh, I think that maybe the most important person we heard from there uh, uh, no offense to any of the others, but just for our purposes is uh, uh Liram Shapira Liram Shapira was very early on when Eliezer Yudkowski, the guy who is recommending bombing data centers overseas, coming to his support because a lot of people dismissed Yudkowski largely on the basis of his kind of uh, obviously neurotic personality, and Shapira has carried that torch of AI doom forward uh, alongside Yudkowsky. The main topic that came up in this space is why did Elon Musk sign a letter from the Future of Life Institute asking for a six month moratorium on any AI system above the level of GPT-4. And then just a couple of weeks later, Uh, It was revealed and then announced that Twitter is now uh, no longer Twitter uh, as a corporation. It's now, I think, X Holding Corporation and X.AI. And uh, the purpose of X.AI or one of the purposes is going to be to develop an artificial intelligence competitor to OpenAI. Now. You know, we've talked about this uh, and I've talked about it uh, with others and I've I've posted about this. Uh, I have really always maintained that I think that Elon Musk, in this instance, while I tend to doubt his uh, intentions on many fronts, uh, I I honestly don't think that he is trying to nuke his competitor in some underhanded way um, and then to just rush ahead of them. Uh, Six months wouldn't be nearly long enough to do so. I think that, you know, in as much as I could read somebody's mind or know their heart, I think that Elon Musk is sincere in his fears about artificial intelligence doom. And I think that this this conversation for any listeners who are really interested, uh, this conversation goes through so many of the arguments for and against artificial intelligence for and against the existential risk of artificial okay. intelligence. Okay. And okay. also for okay. and against okay.
0: Okay. Hang, whether hang, or not hang, Elon hang, Musk hang has I got it. I, I I, I he does, has terrible intentions. Everything he does is terrible intentions. Anybody who doesn't think that is a complete and total move. But I digress. Let me step back to the thing itself, the main thing. There is nothing that this can do for humanity or this planet right now that comes close to offsetting the dangers of this? That's the only question before us. This this could have tremendous benefits for mankind. It could have tremendous benefits for the planet. But the unknown of this, the known unknowns of this, and the unknown unknowns of this are to the 10th power greater. And we've had, in the last 48 hours, and we'll see it on, on Tucker tonight, I hope at least some of it, The when you have Google and DeepMind, the lack of maturity, the lack of discernment, the lack of basically common sense in decision-making to allow the people that are there now developing, these cannot be looked at right now as anything but a technology that will be weaponized, used as a weapon. As virtually every technology in mankind's history that have been a from fire to the wheel to the internal combustion engine to steam, all of it, to the airplane has always been looked at and initially looked to be its weapon. This is something that is 50x more powerful than nuclear weapons, the famous N-word of President Trump. And I'm calling for it now, and I'm now working behind the scenes 24-7 on this. We are entering uncharted territory with people you cannot trust, the good guys you can't trust because they're just not mature enough to make these decisions. And we have it on record. they are the same. We're having heated debates. They don't, and between hallucination, emergent properties, black box, and many other things. This is just the simplistic stuff we're seeing right now. That's not in the weapons lab. That's not in the Chinese weapons lab. The, and I don't mean to be an alarmist, but let me be a realist. The, uh, the gentleman who's now become kind of a, not a prior, but he's sitting there going, you have to look at the data centers because the data centers where you have the big muscle that can drive this forward. And anybody that doesn't sign a, basically a, 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 a treaty or pact right now that we will lay down all weapons and all data centers will stop any more development of AI, at least for the foreseeable future, and it may be much longer than six months, you should take out with missiles and weapons. This is that level of thing. And by the way, if you do it, because the downside is, is unlimited, eternal and the upside's quite limited right now. There's just no comparison. And people that are not coming to this and thinking about this are just missing the point. We are entering a zone of danger. We spent 30 or 40 years in the most intense negotiations over arms treaty related to nuclear weapons. Related to chemical nuclear weapons because of World War II. Chemical weapons because of World War I. Biological weapons which with the biological weapons treaty is even not that great to hence hence the Chinese Communist Party is developing offensive uh, biological weapons on gain of function nonstop of what we know. this is the whole fauci situation. This makes that look like child's play. and the reason is this engine, this thing will actually can be creating its own biological weapons without any ability us to control it. Joe Allen, am I too much? Am I I now I'm the crown prince right now of the Luddites. I'm looking for somebody that has 50 times more time knowledge than me in this area to take the crown. But right now I'm the Luddite and saying we got to go full stop and start taking out data centers that don't go full stop. Joe Allen, you got a minute to tee up Tucker and Elon tonight. Take it, brother.
1: Well, Steve, uh, if I can say really quickly, I think that uh, the danger isn't that the AI is going to become uh, sentient and start killing people. The danger is the people using it right now. It's not in their control completely. We will be in their control to the extent that we accept the psychological operation. And I think that Elon Musk is the first to be suspected in that game. It's a nuclear arms race with artificial intelligence He's jumping into it. Uh, he has, for eight, 10 years, talked about the dangers of artificial intelligence, but as we've covered for two years, Elon Musk has also pursued the exact same technology that he's raising the yep. alarms on. So from my okay. perspective right now, he is undoubtedly, yeah. from my perspective, he is undoubtedly as much a part of the problem.
0: 7 o'clock on Getter, stick around We're going to replay the 60 minutes with our own live chat 8 o'clock, Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk We're going to do that in live chat 9 o'clock, MTG on the on her new podcast And at 10 o'clock, Royce White How's that for a lineup? Prime time in the war room tonight And Joe Allen will be dipping in and out of that also Okay, get, get over to Getter right now Let's focus on all of it I'll see you up there And then uh, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. live Back in the war room That's code warroom at checkout to save 67 percent and do it again. Warroom health all one word warroomhealth.com Go there today you need if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart, you need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.